1: No purchase necessary. VGW Group, VoyWare Prohibited by Law, 18 plus. Terms and Conditions Apply.
2: For the ones who know safety isn't a catchphrase, it's a culture. And the ones who help make sure everyone makes it home safe. For the safety minded who watch everyone's backs, Granger offers supplies and solutions for every industry, as well as safety assessments and training to keep your facilities safe and your people safer. Call clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger, for the ones who get it done.
3: Hello, 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 and welcome to the Drag Race recap here on Reality TV Rehab Ups. I'm your host, Liana Boris, and we're here to talk about RuPaul's Drag Race All Stars, All Winners, episode. 10. We are so close to the finale. We have one more episode that the Queens can win stars, and then we're done. It is just blowing by, and we're having such a great time covering it all. And of course, I am not alone. I'm with the fabulous panel joining me here today. First, let me introduce Amon Adwin. Amon, how are you?
4: I am fantastic. Still enjoying this long, long well, not like what you just talked about how it doesn't really feel long. (laughs) Ten weeks. Ten weeks of wonderful drag race, and just getting a chance to see all of these winners once more and show their stuff. Um, so yeah, I'm I've, I'm having a great time as per usual. Excited to be back.
3: Yes, and to round out the panel, we have Beth Dixon. Beth, how are you?
5: Doing great. There's no need to roast the season. <laughs>
3: No, was but I, <laughs> uh,
5: for those that don't know it was a roast challenge this week <laughs> yeah get it uh, no <laughs> no but really um we were just saying before we recorded like man if every season were like this season i'd be so like yes let's continue to just cover drag race all year round um So it feels like that sometimes that we are covering it all year round, even though we normally have a few months off in the fall. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Um, Mm -hmm. But this is, you know, I'm going to be this is going to be a sad season to watch come to an end. But I'm excited to see how it ends.
3: Mm -hmm. Well, and, uh, you know, Drag Race doesn't stop here. We got the (laughs) promo for Rube. Shoot, what's the name? I'm going to mess it up. RuPaul's, RuPaul's, secret RuPaul's
4: Drag Drag Race. No, RuPaul's Dragity Drag Race of the drags of all races and drag. RuPaul's secret. second edition of the secret drag of the Dragity Drag drag with celebrities <laughs> tossed in with other drag race artists. Drag, drag, Dragity Drag Drag. drag. See
3: good. Secret, yeah. Uh, I believe the abbreviated name... Oh, sorry. (laughs) (laughs) abbreviated name is uh, RuPaul's Secret Celebrity Drag Race. So we had season one, which wasn't really a secret because it was just like, here's three celebrities and then they get made over by queens. This Mm -hmm. new format is like the mass Singer meets Drag Race, I genuinely have no idea what to expect, but I guess that's going to start when this ends, essentially. Um, I think it's going to be on VH1, which is totally wild. So, uh, look, we've uh, we didn't talk about covering it. I don't think we have any plans to cover it, but like, I guess Mm -hmm. if If it turns out to be lit, I say maybe we pop in. <laughs> Yeah, we like to do an episode or two. I'll bring you yeah. on from the, the mass singer world. <laughs> we'll yeah. see what we can do. But anyway, so if you are sad the drag race is almost over, don't worry. There's more as a to, do, coming down the pipeline. <laughs> and Canada ended. also started as well. So, uh, yeah. you know, don't worry. I really uh, do wonder what the
4: format of that is going to be because it did give me, I didn't, I haven't even really watched mass singer and that's the only mm-hmm. vibe that I ever got. So I'm mm-hmm. like, logistically, Legally speaking, how was this allowed? Like, who did RuPaul sleep with to allow them to sort of adopt the whole <laughs> match singer uh sort of format, if that's mm-hmm. what it's going for? I mean, I can't see any of the... Can't see it any other way, because they literally held like, they hid all of their faces the entire way through, so...
3: It, yeah it's definitely giving me mass singer vibes um, different companies like Fox owns mass singer and also the uh, the new show claim to fame I know Rob and Jenny are mm-hmm. covering it uh, that also gives me mass singer vibes I don't know what's going on because the mass singer is like super boring now sorry oh, yeah. Someone who covers what is it, it? with like, all
4: these like secret reality shows I feel like I'm like on a know. dating app where no one ever shows their face I just get like torsos and bodies it's like <sighs>
3: Like pixelated images, RuPaul's yeah. Race. yeah.
4: <laughs> right, like. Damn.
3: Oh, that's yeah. There we go. That's a spinoff because they're all also- that's the, that's the pit crew uh, selection. <laughs> yeah, there There we go. There we go. Mm-hmm.
4: Okay, hosted by I Cameron Michaels.
3: <laughs> of course, trade of the season. Well, there's also I don't know if you guys have watched it yet. I haven't. It's on my list of things to watch. Vanji's show 24 hours of love, which no. apparently is like totally amazing. In oh, really? Cringy, like a cr- like a cringe way, you know? Oh, in okay. like yeah. The um uh like I love New York kind of style flavor, of love, flavor of love mm. sort of style, rock. Because does one
4: person get eliminated like every hour or something like that? Yeah, sounds <laughs>
3: absolutely wild. So I'm very excited to watch. Oh my god! Well. So anyway, I could just yeah. hear Vanjie being like. All right, your time's up.
4: Get out. <laughs> yeah, like you know what I mean. Like <laughs> get off my beach,
3: bitch. Yeah. So there's there's plenty out there. Uh, but anyway, so just in case anybody is behind on the the other drag content, drag race content specifically, that's going on out there. That there's your dump for today. But let's get into this episode. So it was the roast slash reading challenge, sort of, because we didn't get a formal reading challenge. I don't think this season. So we're no, we uh, we're going. Sh- we did. The yeah, beginning? the, first, the episode. first episode. Oh my god, I don't oh, yeah. even. That was so long ago. I can't yeah, be bothered. That's the
5: thing about the all star seasons that they start off the the seasons like the first oh, thing they do yes. after they walk into mm. is they've been doing those. Uh, which it's I think they is know great. each other, right? Yeah, it's because they know mm-hmm. each other. They they get a short list of who's going to potentially be on. Mm-hmm. I feel like something with all winners like it even shortens up the list even yeah. further. So I don't know. Yeah.
3: <sighs> well, all right. This week, um, the platinum plunger has been retired. Trinity and Jinx take the win with Jinx ultimately, uh, taking the win, but it doesn't matter because the platinum plunger has been retired and we've got one week to earn a star. So Beth, what did you think overall of this episode? I thought it was
5: a lot of fun. This is, in my opinion, probably the best roast episode we've ever had in terms of how everybody did. Um, mm-hmm. Even someone like Jada, and I know we'll talk to her about her, um, who clearly stumbled a lot, was still able to be entertaining in a way that in the past when you've watched people like Pheromone or other people like who have really stumbled and or Alyssa Edwards, that you just kind of sit back and go like, Oh, it it hurts the embarrassment it um it the cooking. It, it, <laughs> ha, ha. I would have died if Jada had uh, had a moment where she would like just made a reference to the fact that she was like the pheromone and then just had gone ha that I would have been like give her the win. Give her the win. <laughs> if that had been like planned and intentional, give her the win. that would have been great. um but no, I just generally think that you know you're dealing with such a good cast. they're great every week, and I just was entertained by every single person. I really enjoyed this episode. Mm -hmm.
4: Alana, what about you? I mean, I love a good roast. I feel like most people do. I mean, I tend to brand myself as someone that is on the kinder side of things, so I think a little piece of me gets a little thrill watching people just get stabbed and then twist the knife, but with love, it's like as Mm -hmm. you (laughs) stab them while you're, you know, like caressing their cheek, like, love you, bitch, like, Anybody that can give us like some raw biting comedy like that is, uh, is always an A plus in my book. I think it's such, um, an intense skill to have. It's sort of like in, in a similar realm as an improv, but obviously you get to sit down and like think about these things. But because of the fact that we've had so many roast challenges on Drag Race and we've heard so many of the same jokes sort of recycled about a lot of these queens. I think it really pushes them to, you know, you got to be creative. You got to come up with something that's going to sound good and fresh and new. Like we have heard Raja get called old since episode one. Like mm-hmm, right. so all of those jokes had to come with like a certain a unique take on it. So I was really interested to see how this would work out. And uh, yeah, I, I don't know. I don't know. I don't know if I can agree with Beth about it being the best one ever. I, I feel like I could never like really definitively say if these are like the best runways to the best challenges because i can never really remember all the other ones but For definitely sure. was it definitely was uh good it was a good one mm-hmm. yeah.
3: i think sometimes these things also you just like you need a little bit of time to kind of like sit in them a bit but in yeah. terms of the lack of cringe there was definitely less
4: no that's true that is very <laughs> although true.
3: that's what i remember from roasts so <laughs> I don't know like I don't remember the yeah. good jokes I remember the, we remember the pheromones we remember the laganjas you know laganjas the, people, like bail. <laughs> right so anyway yeah. but yes I, I feel like overall this is a really strong episode I think uh, in the same way that last week also featured the queens a lot because mm-hmm. it was just a lot of the backstage a lot of them interacting with one another yes they have the run through where they go over their material but even that was was quite short it just truly felt like it was all about the Queens. And I thought the runway this week also was so cool. Like so cool. This is the Mm -hmm. runway
5: I'm going to remember. Like I'm going to remember people's outfits. I just felt like generally speaking, we've had two really strong episodes to your point that are centered around the Queens, but just also are like it within the wheelhouse of what the Queens have to offer. They're not trying to be fit into certain boxes. They're able Mm -hmm. to kind of just showcase who they are. Um, And I just, They're just good episodes. Sometimes you just got to rely on the talent and the cast that you have.
4: Mm -hmm. Yeah. Definitely.
3: Okay, I think in honor of the Platinum Plunger, uh, let's close out its saga with Raja being the last queen blocked (laughs) and the last queen to find out psych, there's no secret. No Mm -hmm. one is sitting on a secret here. Shay baited it all up. Yeah. Yes.
4: (laughs) It was was very funny to see her come back in and comment on the rest of her sisters' uh, charisma, uniqueness, nerve, and talent. Mm-hmm. Yes, um, that was that was lovely. I love a good uh, prolonged, protracted joke, and you're the <laughs> you're the last one to know. <laughs>
5: uh huh. I also love that she comes in and immediately goes in the opposite part of the room from them. Doesn't even like look at them, and they're like, nah, and, like yeah. yelling and such. It was so good. <laughs> like you mad?
6: <laughs>
5: <laughs> no, that was really good. Um. And I think, I think this was the right move. Retire the plunger. Um, it does make me wonder what the twist is going to be for next week. I can't, it can't just be like
3: a star for next week. Right. Like it's gotta be so, Oh, okay. Do you have tea? No, but let, well, yeah, yeah. a little bit. Evie did an interview. Evie, oddly mm-hmm. did an interview where I can't remember these at EW where she talks a little bit about, she like emphasizes the Mario party of it all so Mm. like steal some stars i don't know steal that's what i'm all about the stealing stars that's what i feel i again she didn't confirm you know anything right but Mm -hmm. she did say it is a little bit like mario party which does make me feel like there's going to be some shenaniganizing going in to this last round i don't know if it's stealing a star stealing multiple stars which would be like terrifying um i i don't know because i don't know if there's anybody we can discount but at the end i think we should have a discussion about who we would want to see in the finale and then maybe who we think we're gonna see because i think that that could be a lot of fun definitely all right but let's get into this episode and talk about the of course the kennedy davenport center honors hall of shade we got the full name and all of the queens are going to be inducted i also like how they had the little like neck things i don't know if those have a name but that was so funny mm-hmm. um and essentially this week they take turns roasting each other to a crisp and we got kennedy davenport to give a little breaking news announcement which i thought <laughs> was funny that they were I'm, I'm happy that they ultimately included her even mm-hmm. though Winter wintergreen was back to yes. host, which I thought was absolutely oh, wild. It was amazing. <laughs> um, who, yeah, Wintergreen we first saw in season nine. Who was made over by Peppermint? Who won been- the
5: roast challenge on her mm-hmm. season? So yep. it
4: just
3: runs in the family. Exactly, it's a family talent.
4: <laughs> Never thought I'd today, like Wintergreen confirmed for All Star Seven. Yes. <laughs>
5: After the all winter season, mm-hmm. I know her right? Ornasia and little pound cake, just had a free pass. I oh know,
4: I know. Yeah, it was really nice to see her. I I, I expected it to be um Kennedy Dab before, yeah, but if, if it was going to be anybody,
6: <laughs> yeah, sure.
4: Give it to Wintergreen, who I completely forgotten about until now. <laughs> like it's, mm-hmm. it, was, it was a welcome surprise, mm-hmm. and I, she 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 just lit up the room. Like everyone was just enthralled to see her it really felt like it It just was like oh my god the second coming
5: <laughs> so. Sarge could make some serious bucks if he went out to the bars <laughs> and drag I'm just saying Listen. like tell I me agree. that if all of a sudden Wintergreen was at like Mickey's in West Hollywood like WeHo at a bar or like you know what Roscoe's. I mean like Roscoe's <laughs> Rosco's, and Chicago. <laughs> when your queen goes to Roscos, would be amazing. I would literally book a flight to Chicago. That's yes. incredible. I'm
3: just putting it out there. Promoters, get on that. <laughs> well, you know, they did branding last week. You know, well, like obviously, Sarge is mm-hmm. learning a thing or two because you get to see all these queens behind the scenes. Just saying. Just and it saying.
4: was such a glow up. I mean, like, I mean, we know more honestly than not. That he probably had nothing to do with the way that he looked tonight. But still, like, it yeah. was. You know, it was.
3: Well, it,
5: it it was, bra- was Clearly Raven, Raven did it versus, right. I love Peppermint, but Pep is not a makeup artist. And so but a piece, of B,
4: a piece of B was still like, oh my god, look at you glowing up, as if you had <laughs> anything to do with the way they came out. I was like, yeah! You
3: did that, yeah! I'm
4: going to work on, those, uh, on that contour. I, I know. <laughs>
3: well, what did you guys think about the performing order being in the hands of the gods and not being chosen from the winner of last week? First of all,
5: Monet was getting ready to be able to say like who was going to have what. <laughs> they even cut to a camera to her and she's going, mm mm-hmm, like, I know it's me. And then he's like, and you're all going to hump the asses of these guys <laughs> on the pit crew in order to figure out which." you... <laughs> you could tell she was like, oh. oh. <laughs> like, it was like two different emotions at the same time.
4: <laughs> I don't know. I'm not sure why they uh, made the decision to do it. I mean, I happily welcome getting to watch people hump on the camera but uh, mm-hmm. yeah I'm not sure maybe just to sort of give us a bit of an equalizer but that never really has been the name of the game so far so it was an interesting choice
5: well they already did one where they had to do the order and that was for the graduation speeches so it kind mm-hmm. of is like feels repetitive I actually like the fact that it's not at this point like a political thing because they're not going to use the plunger so who really cares if you're to, I mean, they didn't know at that point that the plunger was going to be moot in point for the rest yeah. of the, the competition. But if you don't have a say in it, like at that point, you just kind of get to not blame somebody and just focus on what you're going to do. I don't know. Right. I, I think it's
2: fine.
4: Yeah, I mean, it, yeah, it didn't bother me at all. I just, uh, yeah, I mean, I guess it makes sense. So, like, if you're suspending one part of All-Stars rules, then maybe you're, you know, also changing things, how how they go down with the challenge. So. Ultimately, either way, I really don't think that it really mattered. I mean, at least the way that it, that this was edited, it didn't really feel like, oh my god, I'm the first one. I gotta have pressure. Like It, it didn't really feel the way. I felt like as long as you spread these jokes out amongst all of the queens, I feel like it really mattered too much to me.
3: Mm. I think when you have so many talented queens, then... The order maybe matters less. I, you know, I know that there was a lot of Trinity foreshadowing with her being like, "Oh my God, I bombed so bad in my past two roast challenges." Yeah. But at this point, they're they were all so good mm-hmm. that it probably doesn't really make that big of a difference right. where you go. Although may, maybe there was a little bit of a theory later, but yeah, for for queens that are also talented, I think it's like you know what, throw them in whenever they're all be successful. Plus, you want to see them hump. As Aman was saying, you yeah. want to see some balloons pop. You want to see how terrible Jinx is at uh, being a top. Like, you know, those are the things that we want to see. I can't
4: right? believe she asked him to turn around. Like, no, 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 no. I mean, they we were barely <laughs> skating the line of, you know.
5: <laughs> can he turn around?
4: It was like how inappropriate this can be. Like, would
5: have been great. like, could you lay on your back on the floor? I'm just going to.
4: Obviously, Sit down. But he did turn Sit. around, though. He was like, "All right." Yeah, it was like, <laughs> "Ups like, down." No, it was no, like, no, "No, no, no, no." I
5: like how RuPaul was like, mm. <laughs>
4: <laughs> "That—that's the line, RuPaul." Out of all yeah, the things yeah, that, all the on things. show.
5: <laughs> Poor Viv just thought that she wasn't going to be able to get that hump in, and you could tell, <laughs> "Can I hump? I know <gasps> yeah. which place I'm in, but I want it." Please. <laughs> like, like, Yo, the way they
4: have them behaving, they must be padlocked in them hotel rooms, man. Like. like
5: I mean, this is the end, right? So I have to imagine they have a little bit more freedom than like the normal seasons would. Uh, Mm. I have a feeling that they don't suffer fools as well.
4: (laughs) Probably not.
3: All right. Let's get into each performance. We'll go through everybody individually. So first up was Raja. Beth, what do you feel about Raja this week? I thought Raja
5: did a really great job opening. I was a Mm -hmm. little nervous because I think that she I thought she did a good job with the speech. As you all recall, I didn't think she should have been in the top, but Mm -hmm. I thought it was fine. Um, But I thought that she like hers was like joke, 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 joke. Like it was consistent. Um, I was entertained. I didn't think that there was a dull moment. I think that some people had stronger, funnier jokes, but I thought that she did really well. And to start off a show, that's a lot of pressure. Um, And I thought she did really well with it. Mm
4: -hmm. Yeah, um, I was kind of surprised when Michelle said that she was the meanest. I mean, I guess maybe she was the one that sort of like went hardcore with the Viv, which is probably like Mm -hmm. one of the more sensitive topics. I guess I could see it that way. But I felt like as a a whole, um, she was you know, pretty tame, and she did a she did a good job of, like, keeping the level consistent throughout her set. Like, I didn't think like there was really ever a dead part, whereas right. others, mm-hmm. there were some parts where it was like, okay, that was kind of a miss, but it kept going. Mm-hmm, uh, so, yep. yeah, I thought that she uh, did a good job, and she sort of had, like, this really, really upbeat energy, as she delivered the jokes as if, oh, my God, isn't this just so funny? I'm having so much fun, aren't you? You bitches! <laughs> like, I, I love that entire.
3: <laughs> yeah, I think, um, I think, I think she was really fun. I think she held her own. Definitely. The, she had the, yeah, the one, dr- uh, the one drug. <laughs> oh, a oh, yeah. joke about the Viv. It was like, Viv's done so much ketamine, people are betting on her at the Kentucky Derby. That yeah. I actually like laughed out loud. That was mm-hmm. funny. Um, yeah. The Ru- the RuPaul handprint joke also, the, I got her autograph and yeah, it's still, yeah, still on, on the wall today mm-hmm. or something like that. <laughs> I thought that was funny and that was you know clever because again, when you talk about like, oh, oh you're going to call RuPaul old, oh, okay, you know. But I yeah. thought that that was so funny and it was clever and also it puts her in it because she asked him for the autograph, right? So it's like, she's also old, so kind of poking fun at herself. Mm-hmm. Exactly. Mm-hmm. And then the one one other joke that i really liked was the one about Shea coolay my uber driver who was like smelly and bo loud music whatever still has more stars, <laughs>
5: stars. that did take me a second to get and i was like oh like he he won more stars in this competition or like what's it? i was like oh my god uber stars you dumb bitch beth yes like, <laughs>
4: <Yeah>. <laughs> that one did feel a little bit more like Oof, because yeah it's like happening like, right now. So so like, (laughs) woo! Okay! Also,
5: what a great way to play the game, too. If you, like, want to guarantee yourself a spot, which some Mm -hmm. of the queens kind of alluded to this, like, Jinx and Jada, you might not want to go after them. You might want to just keep Shay where she's at. Yeah, it's a bitch move to do, but this is a competition. Mm
6: -hmm. Make
5: her trip up so that she's not in that top two, and she still only has one star
3: going into the second to last episode.
6: Mm-hmm.
3: Well, I think that's interesting that you bring that up, so I just want to stop down for one second, because we do see the um, alliance talk between mm-hmm. Monet and Trinity, where they think they're being subtle, but everyone can obviously tell that they're talking <laughs> strategy, which is so funny to me. And yeah, they have that exact conversation that we even had earlier in the season, which is that it's not it's not worth it to block Jinx. It's not worth it to block, because at the time, who yeah. was the other one at three? Jada. Yeah, Jada, Jada had three. So yeah, then, you know, who is it that you go after? They, of course, didn't have an answer as they normally don't. And of course, it doesn't matter because as we know, the Platinum Plunger is retired. But it's funny that like this alliance is still going on despite seeming like it's never really materialized <laughs> into anything like concrete. And I right. love
5: that besides like maybe, you know, helping each other get the materials that they wanted for um, mm-hmm. a design challenge or picking the order that they want to go in, those kind of things for for like the graduation speeches. But you're right. Like, it's really done nothing for them so far. So it'll be interesting to see if it manifests itself, if they're stealing stars or whatever right. the twist is. Because I, I, I'm i convinced it cannot just be, all right, everybody get one star for this week. Because How do yeah. you do that?
4: Or unless maybe we didn't see some, like, help that they were giving each other. Or maybe mm-hmm. Monet mm-hmm. was giving Trinity help with some of the jokes. Because, I mean, it was, like, the whole narrative for Trinity this episode was... Oh my God, I suck at writing jokes. Um, mm-hmm. so maybe Monet helped her out a little bit just to make sure that yeah. her sister would be on the top.
3: Yeah. So. Yeah. That's definitely possible. Yeah. And then, but then like, why wouldn't they show us that? Or maybe yeah. we're just, like we're just like supposed to know they're in alliance or maybe, yeah, maybe it manifests next week when there's the star stealing potentially, mm-hmm. whatever. We don't know.
5: We also know that, um, as you mentioned before, Liana, like e- everybody knows when they're talking strategy because Monet apparently has that really yeah. deep bass voice mm-hmm. when she starts talking like this and mm-hmm. gets really low. Um, and I love that Jinx immediately just calls them out in front of the whole yeah. room. It was like, we know when you're talking strategy because this is what your voice does. And mm-hmm. like the fact, you know how Monet will do that? Like, ah, she didn't mm-hmm. even do that. She was like, oh, yeah, I do do that. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Great.
4: (laughs) Yeah, I mean, at this point, it's is—it's week 10, cycle 10, like, let's call a spade a spade. Yeah, exactly.
3: (laughs) Let's talk about the next queen, Evie Oddly. Amon, how'd you feel about Evie?
4: I enjoyed Evie. We don't, this is the first time that we've seen her do something like this, I think.
3: Yes, 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 because she didn't didn't have a roast in her original season.
4: Yeah. So, like, besides a reading challenge, this is um, the first time, and I think, uh, I think it was it was sort of like kind of like towards the middle. Um, mm-hmm. I feel like uh, I mean, Michelle sort of gave her props for sort of having a more low key vibe, um, which I don't necessarily think served her well in this challenge. I mean, I know, we know that Evie isn't particularly like, you know, when it comes to comedy, she's not really not that girl. So I felt like any more like I feel like maybe if she gave a little bit more animation to the jokes. That I would have been along for the ride a bit more but with that being said I still feel like um they were well crafted and they Mm -hmm. she was she understood the timing and she was able to hit the marks um and it was a good time nonetheless but I do feel like hers is one of the shorter ends I tend to imagine that they probably just cut together the best bits of everyone's um and so (laughs) if hers are shorter than the rest I'm like okay well then you must not have had too many great zingers so
5: Well, there was some tea that came out about the best bits, so to say, um, from the Vivian was very vocal about it this week. Uh, Twitter saying all of her best jokes were not included in the episode, and neither were a couple of trinities um, that she felt like. Um, Interesting. So she said, you know, something along the lines of like you wait and wait and wait to see this let air, and then you Mm -hmm. realize they didn't put any of your best stuff in. And it's really frustrating. And I am—I think that she just basically was like, I know that they're trying to say a narrative for the episode, but it's like, come on. So I am Man. interested to see who I would love. It's one of those things where I wish I could see like what made it on the cutting room floor that we didn't get to yeah, see. Yeah, totally. I, I thought that Evie did really well and I feel like mm-hmm. she's somebody that very easily could have been edited to be weaker than maybe she actually was. But mm-hmm. I didn't think that she was weak at all. I agree with you, Aman. I would put her in like my fourth or fifth spot altogether, kind of like in the middle of the pack. Mm-hmm. Um, I, that low-key vibe, it's Evie, when we, we've seen her in her like untucked arguments uh, <laughs> in season 11, um, yeah, she can bring the the volume up Mm-hmm. but the way that she delivers those jokes is exactly that kind of energy that she would bring if she was in an <laughs> argument with you like I just that kind of shade is like she doesn't have to do much and she can have a lower voice and still cut you down that's, and, that's a good point point. and I really love that she brought that without it's it's like playing up the character of a bitch without actually you know being a bitch in the moment like you're being you're doing a roast it's a comedy thing and i thought that she did a lot with that energy and i want to
3: give her a lot of props for that Mm -hmm. so she so i remember seeing this um she replied evie replied to a tweet thread that the vivian had started based on the jokes that were cut Mm -hmm. and one of the jokes is the one to trinity which is trinity is known by many as a pageant queen a perfectionist or a profile named she devil by night but to <gasps> me she'll all she'll always just be a prostitute <laughs>
6: mm-hmm. so and
3: apparently the she devil by night thing has been like referenced multiple times on the season but they've like completely cut it out because it's probably too much to explain i guess yeah. i don't know. I, or wow. they they Want a front runner to yeah to maybe the they just don't runner.
4: want it to be associated with yeah
3: yeah i don't know but anyway i don't know i mean it's unclear whether or not she actually said it but it was in response to shake saying yeah there were a lot of good jokes that didn't make the roast yeah so like
4: that, that's my thought
3: um but anyway yeah so definitely some tea with the way that this was edited down which mm-hmm. i want to see the full thing like i would love to see the full thing uncut right. Even if they have to make me buy the d v d set of it i will do <laughs> in twenty twenty two I would do that to see the full roast, yeah i think evie's favorite joke for me was the 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 work joke like even jada has gotten work done i'll give you time to look for it (laughs) and it was like she got her hair or jinx yeah yeah it's like she got her hairline done (laughs) and jinx looks in the mirror and thinks oh yeah that's the problem (laughs) but it was her impersonation of jinx
4: that really got it
5: because it was spot on but also like didn't at all sound like her, but it did. Like, I don't know how to explain it. Like, there's people who can sound exactly like Jinx. Like, I think Mm -hmm. of, like, you know, like the Trixie's of the world who have done like a spot on, like Trixie Mattel, like kind of like voice (laughs) or whatever. And it's really good. But I thought the essence that Evie brought was Mm -hmm. perfect for her. It just, it was all great. Yeah. Yeah.
3: Let's talk about Shay. I felt like Shay was fine. I, thought that the the skinny little bitch joke took a little while for me to like actually think it was funny because at first I was just like okay this is her version of you you might be a redneck if kind of style of joke Mm -hmm. not the Jeff Foxworthy approach I know right the straightest (laughs) thing you could think of and I do feel also like uh the the advice that she got from ross and i think it was ross specifically not solomon giorgio who were the two that were giving the feedback on the the queen set that advice of be super sweet but be super biting yeah that worked real well for pheromone why are you giving a queen (laughs) that advice like that's just terrible advice and so i felt like she was trying to do that a little bit and it just didn't work because it never works
4: yeah it's like saying be funny (laughs)
3: yeah just like it was also the
5: same exact advice that she got for the graduation speech where she didn't get in the top so maybe it's time to push her to do something different outside of the wheelhouse of what (coughs) you expect from her and maybe Mm -hmm. she would rise to the occasion in a different capacity rather than trying to stick with her in this one area um whereas people who have been sticking to the same kind of stuff because this is in their wheelhouse like jinx or trinity or whatever in terms of like how they express their comedy Mm -hmm. that's working for them they're winning challenges that way Shay has not been winning challenges this way so it's time to change it up Mm -hmm. Um, if I I were her I would have said you know what are some other characters that you like to do even if it's not for entertainment like are there people that you bring up or voices that you bring up with your friends um, that you do and like let's play around with that a little bit how can you bring that character here and I also think of like people like Think about Coco Montrese doing the roast in season five where she played um RuPaul's like cousin from the projects or whatever. It was like, I mean, that was like, so not what we expected from Coco, but she was mm-hmm. able to play up the character while roasting and it just made the comedy so much better. And I think that, um, you know, finding a character would have been a good route for Shay. Mm-hmm.
4: Yeah, I, I think so too. Cause I think uh like it sort of reminds me, your suggestion sort of reminds me of, um, Back in all stars five where they had to be this character at a family reunion and incorporated mm-hmm. into their runway and i felt yeah. like what Shay had come up with was so interesting and different from what we've seen before so maybe that would have helped a bit um i i liked the jada thing i but i guess yeah it did sort of like slow the whole set down a little bit because then it sort of felt like it was just more about jada than anything mm-hmm. else um and I think she, I mean, cause I think that, I think that all of her jokes were fine. I think that just maybe she just suffered from everyone else just sort of being just a little better, you know? And it's just, mm-hmm. it's just what happens when everyone's really good. So I, yeah, I think she just tends to get swallowed up in a lot of these challenges and she knows it. Like I mean, she said in the, the confessional a couple of episodes ago, I'm starting to sink into the background. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. um, I don't know if some of this is like, maybe she's in her head a bit too much. I don't know. I don't know, yeah. but.
5: I think she was clearly in her own way, um and we could see that from the things that she was saying in confessionals or talking with Monet in this episode and I think the coaching that would have benefited her from Solomon and from Ross would have been to get her out of that head and to be looser um mm-hmm. so I don't know i i for me, there's a part of me that almost wants to say she was in last place for me this week because but it's I can't do that And instead, Not I will with say jada. jada. Being there. yeah Uh, I laughed more at Jada which is what the sad part of it is like that's the point where I'm trying to make but I laughed at her because she wasn't doing well
3: (laughs) (laughs) it was giving me look over there energy right so (laughs) yeah seriously we
0: took it all we brought them to our land an endless night ember hot and icy cold The rage of the earth. We made this curse. Carved it in the blood on our backs. We did not see. We could not, but she did. And in the end... What will I become? Senwa Saga. Hellblade 2. Play it now with
1: Game Pass. It's time for today's Lucky Land Horoscope with Victoria Cash. Life's gotten mundane, so shake up the daily routine and be adventurous with a trip to Lucky Land. You know what they say... at luckylandslots.com. Available to players in the US, excluding Washington, and Michigan. No purchase necessary. VGW group, void rope prohibited by law. 18 plus turns and conditions apply.
3: Okay, let's talk about our winner, Jinx. <laughs> so <laughs> uh bah, 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 where do we want to start? Who has strong feelings about Jinx? Um
4: <sighs> uh-huh. I mean, I really feel like I would have enjoyed this a lot more if RuPaul was not laughing so oh, hard. My God. Like, and I know because I read the comments that you guys send us. I know that you all get a little annoyed when I get on Ru. I, I get it. But sometimes enough is enough. It's just so, like, I love that RuPaul enjoys what he does. And mm-hmm. I think that RuPaul is, I think RuPaul is very funny. I really do. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But sometimes I'm just like, oh, like oh, just let let the joke breathe a bit before you come in with that cackle. It's Like,
6: oh, <laughs> it's, it's <laughs> a cackle.
4: Uh, that's it just thing. felt like it was. It kind of felt like it was put on, and I know that it's not. But right. That's why I'm like trying to tread lightly here. Um, the
3: coffee anima kicking
4: yeah, in. Yeah, it's the coffee anima. Maybe like I had a couple shots, did a couple lines. I don't know, <laughs> but. Uh, I, I do think that Jinx did a really good job. I think, I mean, this is this was in her wheelhouse. I'm, at this point, I feel comfortable in saying that I think that my original theory about how the social media things work at the beginning of each season and how the one that always gets the most amount of likes is ends up winning the season, I'm pretty sure that Jinx is going to win this season at this point. It's just the writing is on the wall. She won another challenge. There's one more challenge left. Unless everyone that's on this cast decides to steal her stars which they would never do because they would hate to have the rest of the, uh, the franchise and the fandom come for them over this she's going to make it to the end and I just don't see how she doesn't win because the track record is just there and it's well deserved most of the time so yeah I um I, I did enjoy the set but a piece of me was like well I mean okay and moving on like she was the, she was the placeholder winner here
5: I could see, I could see that perspective. I would like to say that let's remember that the last episode's all lip syncing. So who knows if Jinx beats some other people lip syncing? That
4: is true.
5: You are muted, Liana.
3: You mean like the finale? <laughs> and I'm just um, tele- telepathy. Um, I was reading your lips. Yeah. No, you mean the the very final episode, the, the yes. finale, not the yeah. Yeah, the, yeah.
5: The finale going to be you know the top four doing the lip sync for your legacy thing. Yeah.
3: I, yeah. So,
5: which mm-hmm. I don't know how I feel about that after watching all of this. I'm like, ah, I don't know. Um, I I thought Jinx was clearly the best one. Um, as, as funny as her snorting cocaine off of Evie's dick joke was, it was also kind of like, okay, you already kind of did this mm-hmm. with your Snatch Game. I would have loved to have had a very different joke. Now, granted, it had a very different ending. Um, I mm-hmm. like that it just made a weird turn that she's turning into her mother, which we all, you know, there, that turns into a theme in your life in your 30s. And then you start realizing I'm slowly morphing into my parents. Mm-hmm. Um, but I, I thought that her edging joke about Shangela Shang yes. was yes. iconic. Yes. Um, and I just, I think that she just, she knows how to do a roast. I've watched her do roasts many times on YouTube um there's some really good ones whenever you can get her and bianca together it's a great time i highly suggest you all do some youtube searches if you haven't done so already i'm sure you all have um but i i had such high expectations for her i thought that she met them um but i i understand where you're coming from aman it just kind of feels like okay what can't she do besides everything Mm -hmm. that we've already seen with the construction challenges and even then she's done really well so yeah. i do want to say that i really liked that she stepped up to say i want to help you trinity get out of your head because you've been so helpful to me with the construction challenges and i know that this is something that you're feeling insecure about mm-hmm. and i want to take the time to kind of coach and mentor you in this and again i know that like the world's kind of negative right now and there's a lot going on so i don't know if i'm just like that broken and fragile of a person I'm like this is what we need yeah. in our world we need Starve more people connection yeah exactly. <laughs> something positive i was like uh, i can root for look at how beautiful humanity is she's helping her roast her it's so nice (laughs) that's
3: amazing i uh, yeah i mean look uh, jinx is always gonna smash out of the park when it comes to a roast right she's like she's professional at it so Mm -hmm. i do feel like i think that that always influences when someone's like just so good at something and they smash out of the park you're like yeah okay like they mm-hmm. smash part, apart right that's what, that's what they do right mm-hmm. they're, they're known for that and so it doesn't necessarily take you by surprise as being like oh wow they did really well but still I want to give credit where credit is due because she mm-hmm. obviously like excelled yeah it's so <laughs>
4: predictable because she's so damn good like, but yes you know. exactly
3: which kind of you know t- takes a little bit of the like excitement necessarily out of it but doesn't diminish how funny it was mm-hmm. I, I also think her joke from earlier and I love this like style of joke which is um, Monet is so bald how bald, How bald is she? Is she? <laughs> she doesn't have any hair. I, that also, that's like very <laughs> the funny. anti-joke, yeah. Yeah, the anti-joke. Joke. I'm just saying a fact. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So Jinx smashed it. Very very impressed, of course. I think, uh, I think she did quite well. So the next person is Trinity. And this is someone who I'm really interested to hear your thoughts about whether or not she ultimately d- deserved to be in the top. Because don't get me wrong she was funny and i think knowing that she's done poorly in roasts in the past you have those low expectations so then for her to be able to come in and to you know do a good job to have some really funny jokes the um you know the comedy runs in the family you know because her mom delivered one bob playing mm-hmm. or uh, monet playing second fill to bob Right, all of those jokes are really funny. Mm-hmm. But Rue was cackling in the same way that she was cackling to Jinx. And I do kind of wonder if the order made a big difference. Like she was just, she was on a cackling streak and she's going to keep on cackling into Trinity's performance yeah. here. And was that part of the reason why Trinity ultimately ended up in the top?
5: I think so. I also think if you go back and watch, she did not stop cackling from Raja's first word to Vivian's last. Like th- well. there were times where even like Jada was getting cackles. And I was like, RuPaul, I love you. And I love how supportive you are right now. I love how open your humor is. But my goodness, I think we could take a break. I'm sure I'm sure RuPaul went home and was like, I don't need to do ab workouts for like 10 years now. Like, I am set. Um, I do think that Trinity was in the top three. Mm-hmm. But there was a sense of confidence that was missing from her in telling this jokes where it was like, she was cautious where she was like, I'm telling these jokes. I hope they're funny. And da. da, da. like, I don't know how else to yeah, describe it. Like there's something yeah. that my finger is like, I, I can't put my finger on it. It was like, and I don't want to say confidence. Cause I do think that she had much more confidence now that she's ever had in a roast. But I do think that there was a little voice in her head. And once she started hearing the laughter and it wasn't silent, you could tell that she was warming up as the set went on. Mm-hmm. Um, but I don't know. I I can see her getting into the top. I'm not mad about it. But I definitely think that another queen should have taken her spot.
4: I think that either Monet or the Vivian should have been in that second spot. Um, I agree with you. I couldn't quite put my finger on it until you just said it. it I think that there was a certain level of. Professionalism, and I got this energy that both Monet and Vivian came forward with, as, as well as Jinx, that mm-hmm. I do not believe was there for Trinity. Um, which you know doesn't necessarily mean that the jokes weren't good because they were. But I think mm-hmm. that like comedy is all in the timing and the delivery. You know, if you if you are if you know your shit's good, and you come up there with confidence. then we gonna laugh regardless. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, I I do. I do wonder what exactly was going on here with the judging. I, the, and she was, RuPaul was laughing very hard, maybe even harder than she was laughing at Jinx. And I was like, damn, <laughs> like what is going on here? So mm-hmm. yeah, I don't, I'm not sure about this one. Um, this, this is the one where you kind of like put your little, uh your little tinfoil hat on and you're like, what's, what's going on here?
5: In the <laughs> same way that I'm also kind of interested. We didn't get any of this. And I'm not saying this is the truth. I'm saying it is a conspiracy theory that I am coming up with. But how many of those jokes were written by Jinx is what I want to know.
3: Yeah, well, apparently a lot of them outsourced their jokes, like in mm-hmm. general before they came. That's what the the tea yeah. was. Yeah. Um, so yeah, I don't know. I it's,
2: mean, I, uh, I you know, I
4: just uh, at the end of the day, I feel like. I have this battle in my this one-sided battle with Trinity uh the Tuck in my mind. And I just feel like some of the time I feel like she I'm not trying to be like armchair psychologist here, I'm really not. But sometimes I feel like she knows that some of these wins that she gets are like because she has this whole <laughs> little she had this whole little tweet defending herself. And you know oh, what? Mm-hmm. Power to you, sis. Like, yes, you better get on here and you're fucking defend your shit and talk your shit. Because at the end of the day, yes, you are a winner of All star 4. Can nobody take that shit away from you? Yada, 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 yada. But I still feel like a little bit of that critique gets to her. Because it's a critique that is not uncommon for Trinity. I feel like mm-hmm. there's a lot of people that are like, really? And I think that yeah. that can get to people. So, like, I don't want to, you know, pile on and be negative. Because I think that Trinity is funny. And I think that she's she's one of the most gorgeous people that has been on this damn show. Like her runways are like not 10 out of 10 this week. I don't know. Most of the time, 10 out of 10. So like, I feel like she's definitely a a, yeah. a, a great queen and deserves all the success that she has. But I do think that sometimes I feel like, I don't know. There's some of the wins are like, uh, like she's a great, be a great queen and not have the same wins. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm.
3: Mm-hmm. Well, I mean, and I don't blame her for it. Right, you know, it's, not it's her obviously fault. production and the way that, however they edited it what jokes they edited out mm-hmm. like look a decision was made by Rue in that moment I'm not like I'm not going to hold it against her this is our Monday day quarterback
4: oh no don't give me another win oh yeah
5: right exactly. I really
3: don't deserve this man <sighs> but that's but, the other thing too like if
5: I, they could have cut this out as well but we have this huge proclamation that Jinx is going to help her mm-hmm. we don't see that happening Mm -hmm. And in the same way that Jinx while on the runway was like, I need to tell you guys that Trinity and Jada um, helped me with this. We don't get that same thing. So I don't know. It very well could have been. Nope. Uh, She just ran some jokes past Jinx and maybe Jinx helped her in that way. But. Yeah. I don't really know. As you said before, Liana, it's not uncommon for drag queens to outsource jokes like um, or even, you know, during season six before the reading challenge, Darian Lake was giving all the queens the jokes to say against her. Like she told uh, Jay, what's her name? Jocelyn Fox to do the 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 toilet one where she uses the back of a toilet like an eating surface like I, at the end of the day, they're just trying to make good TV, right? Mm-hmm. Um, I I agree with you, Amon. I think that Trinity is one of the strongest queens that has ever been on the show. I think that she sometimes gets a little bit too much credit for the comedy portion than what she's actually bringing, but that doesn't mean that she's not entertaining. It doesn't mean that she's not a great queen. Um, I think that there's... I think you could look at any queen. I've definitely looked at Alaska who's one of the best queens and gone that one you know I think so. <laughs> so uh not her win in all Stars too i'm actually one of the few people i was like nope that was katya was not robbed she won fair and square um but yeah. I, I do think that this is at the end of the day
3: it's a it's a subjective show
4: as always yeah
3: so well trinity is the first queen to have 11 wins total so yeah credit where credit is due Yep, yep. Okay, let's talk about Monet. So, Aman, you thought that Monet could be in that second slot. Tell us why.
4: I I just I just thought that she'd bring it. Um she 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 brought it. Um the the, the energy that she had um just uh and and I just sort of loved her whole and I know that she shouldn't get a lot of credit for this. But I sort of just like loved her interactiveness with the rest of the queens. She was like the butt of so many of the other jokes, and she was just giving such a great face and reaction. Like I just, I feel like she's just such a student of comedy. I feel like she loves it. Um, I think you know she gets that from Bob the Drag Queen. You know what? Well, she doesn't mm-hmm. get it from him, but you know what I mean. Like <laughs> they are of a they are of a similar cloth, mm-hmm. and I feel like it really. This is just like they, where they really shine here. Um, and I felt like uh this was just a a good a good showing for her.
5: I think that. Her having the build series as a talk show and having sibling rivalry as a podcast has given her a lot of skills to feel um comfortable in addition to how many you know drag shows has she hosted in New York mm-hmm. City and um, all mm-hmm. these things that just give you that practical experience to get behind a mic and talk shit and just feel good mm-hmm. doing it and like you said, aman like that energy comes through and it makes it, everything instantly funnier when you have the confidence to say this is funny. How many times have you laughed at somebody who thinks that they're being funny, but and they have the full confidence and they're saying nothing that's funny? Like I think of Alyssa Edwards. Like Alyssa Edwards is like roast was so bad, but at least she had the confidence to be like, "I'm so funny," and I'm like, mm-hmm. that in itself is entertaining. <laughs> I will watch that all day long. That is great. But mm-hmm. I agree. I think I think Monet did really well. She um. I thought she did well and then when I watched it back again I kind of felt like she was in like that third fourth spot for me um I felt like that's kind of like she and Trinity were on a similar level Monet brought more confidence and delivery and Trinity brought more jokes I thought Hmm. like they kind of if they had like come together as one, it would have been a perfect roast. Um, in terms of all of that, those aspects. So I, I think that she was definitely in the top half for sure.
3: I think I think obviously the, the delivery was super solid. There mm-hmm. were some jokes though that I was like, meh, like yeah. the it gets butter joke. I didn't even I I I didn't think was she calling her fat because she made a cake?
5: Is that <laughs> yeah. the joke? She yeah. So she's saying that she's gained weight. Yeah. And, that, and that she's
3: lost weight since her season so like i didn't get it and then the viv is gotten back she's like mm, girl <laughs> so like for example there's jokes like that right so mm-hmm. to me then that's where beth i totally get what you're saying that it's almost like if you combine the two monet's delivery was so solid and so good but then there were some jokes that i just had to go wait what did i hear yeah. that so I don't, I don't know if is that what she meant. I'm not. I don't. I don't get. Am I stupid? I thought it was
4: just a bad joke. But then again, I don't. I'm not really familiar with the Vivian. because I, I, I never
5: watched.
4: I oh, yeah, um, um. Oh, you should.
5: That's a good one.
4: Yeah. I, yeah. I've heard. Um. So yeah, maybe I did. I was lacking the sort of uh history. Um, yeah. But, but I it.
3: I don't know. Anyway, I mean, look, if you found it funny and you laugh, like then she accomplished the task, right? Because someone found it funny. So I got, you know, (laughs) got to give her that. The Messence of Beauty line that was good i love rue yeah. loved as we could tell by rue cackling
6: the uh
3: the other one i really liked from shay what or from shay it was about shay from monet was shay has been in in so all over in so many movies yeah, you know. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that was a good one that that one made me laugh yeah. as well Let's talk about Jada, our second to last performer, and we kind of discussed Jada already a little bit, and I I do wonder because she had incorporated it into her set, her mess up right mm-hmm. if she hadn't done that i wonder if the editors had, would try to edit around it i felt like they couldn't edit around it because she ended up integrating it into so many of her jokes mm-hmm. and it just kind of went through the whole set maybe it was it would would not have been possible at all to really edit mm-hmm. around the flubs because she had it's kind of so, so many throughout the set it was still funny though i mean not for the right reasons maybe it was but funny it was because
5: funny. she Basically was able to say, wow, I can't roast you all. I guess I'm, I'm the butt of the joke and like just started kind of roasting herself. Mm -hmm. And I have huge respect for anybody who does that. Mm -hmm. Um, First, I just think that generally speaking, like all people want in this world is people just to take ownership. Right. Mm-hmm. We want you to take ownership if you fuck up something. But I also want you to take ownership if you're like, you know what? I'm trying to be funny, but I'm not <laughs> like that makes it inherently funny, especially with Jada's personality. Mm-hmm. And you can tell she's a fast talker. And I think her problem is that she didn't know how to slow the pace down in a way that was still true to how she Mm -hmm. delivers lines if she had slowed the pace down and had taken her time saying these words and had done it like this and then did the punchline, i think it would have been fine but she's going to sit there and do this and the entire time and oh my god i just tripped over my words and i don't know what i'm saying oh my god uh," you know that's how she that
3: is how she talks like in confessionals. that's her that that is Mm -hmm. her nature and so yeah the performance aspect maybe needs to be a little bit different if you're going to have all those complicatedly worded <laughs> jokes, right?
4: It was so funny. Oh my God. <laughs> <laughs> but I know, I think that's, I think that's pretty astute because yeah, I mean, I, and that was one of my issues, like um, when delivering lines of um, uh, when I was, when I would be in, in, in theater and in plays, my brain sometimes just, it moves so much faster mm-hmm. than my mouth can. Yes. And by the time I mess up then I'm like so focused on the mess up and it's just so it's I I even I mean even now at my job I have um a sort of like script that I have to follow a lot of the time when speaking with new clients mm-hmm. and sometimes I can get so ahead of myself that I'm fumbling over words that I should already know so I relate to this so much and I felt like uh, when Michelle was like yeah like when you when you did mess up you really came alive at first I was like oh of course you're gonna say that but no, it really made a lot of sense because she really slowed it down at that time. She was like, oh, something about like Evie Oddly's dick, you know, being a mess. <laughs> she was like, which is sort of what this is turning into with mm-hmm. this motherfucking roast right now. <laughs> like
6: <laughs> it was just so
4: it was just so funny. And like you you're laughing at her, but you're also oh. laughing with her, which I think is a wonderful combination. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, it was it was a it was a mm-hmm. very fun time to watch. But yeah, obviously, uh you were supposed to be roasting everyone else, not yourself.
3: <laughs> she did tell us she's not funny doing She's not funny standing up, but she's funny sitting down and talking shit. So
4: that's,
3: <laughs> we were prepared. All right. Last but not least is the Vivian. So this is the person that I would have put in the top two um, personally, especially mm-hmm. knowing some of the other jokes. So there was one that she tweeted about, which I want to pull it up because it's funny. <laughs> Uh, her favorite joke was Trinity the Tuck. She's been cancelled more times than AJ and the Queen. <laughs> and apparently RuPaul went off screaming laughing and then they talked about it in the critique. So that wasn't even included. Then I'm very curious to know what else was in her set right. because I even feel like all of the jokes in the set were so solid. I love the Zoom wedding one about Jinx that her husband can't stand to be in the was same, the same room, room as her. <laughs> <laughs> the Trinity one, her line this season has been I live, but you know, until the silicone migrates and then yet. Die. that yeah. made me laugh the exchange rate is latin for cancel like i, I don't know i just felt like everything that she yeah. hit was so solid and also we talked about this already the delivery yes it was tight mm-hmm. the delivery was good i i've become i mean i liked the viv from her original season but her, her on all-stars i have just become so much more of a vivian fan same mm-hmm.
5: I, I loved her on UK season one. I think it's easier to get swept up into the, you know, the Davina Campos and the bag of chips of it all and, and, and those other strong the contenders. Cheryl the Cheryl hole. The Cheryl hole. God, Cheryl. <laughs> uh, and the blue hydrangeas mm-hmm. and, and all that. They had such a good cast for season one. The Vivian was almost kind of like a villain on the season. Yeah. And you, kind of actively rooted against her in many ways because you wanted sorry, to I'm be. Sorry, no, it,
4: well, <laughs> I'm not.
5: I'm not even sorry, i I'm, on. I'm Wait, not she sorry. she won? <laughs> oh, I know, shit. right? Oh my god. <laughs> but it's, it, she's somebody that you just kind of feel like, you knew she had the talent from the moment she stepped in. In the same way that like everybody knew Lawrence Cheney was going to win season two. Oh, Lawrence <laughs> and it's just she had that same energy where mm-hmm. so many times we want the the front rudder to to slip up and have somebody else have their moment that's kind of how i felt with the vivian in season uh 1 and now that she's not getting her moments and I think that she should be. Mm-hmm. I'm like so in her corner because this is this like at least the second mm-hmm. time. And both times she went last, the first time being the graduation speeches, where I felt like she should have been in the top two for that. And I mm-hmm. felt like she should have been in the top two for this one. Yeah. Um and I I'm not understanding what she could do more, right? And sometimes it's you just can't do more. Somebody else is beating you. But in this situation, both times, I've honestly felt like I don't think anybody beat her except for Jinx. I really, mm-hmm. truly think that.
4: Yeah, it's giving. <sighs> it's 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 giving ethnocentrism, RuPaul. <laughs> <laughs> what? you guys, you got a little some y'all a little problem with uh, our neighbors across the pond? <laughs> no, but seriously, like, I, um yeah, it was it was great. It was great. I'm uh willing to sort of like rethinned my confidence in uh uh Monet Exchanges set um for the Vivian because it was it was all of the jokes were hard hitting and punching and um I do think that her being from Britain helped with that mm-hmm. because I mean she you know talked about how a lot of their comedy is a little bit different. And I think it's because Mm -hmm. it's a bit more dry over there, which is going to lend itself to something like a roast where you're, you know, being biting. Um, So, uh, yeah, I thought she did a great job. And I love that she was able to um, laugh at herself about um, her addiction. I feel Mm -hmm. like um, anyone that can do that is, I I feel like that's such an important process for some people's recovery. Not Mm -hmm. everyone is Mm -hmm. okay with that type of thing um but i think it is especially brave when you are able to be like oh yeah bitch i was i was out here i was addicted and <laughs> that was fucked up wasn't it yeah. so yeah um yeah i thought that she uh this was a, definitely a shining moment for her and i'm i'm not entirely sure why she was not granted that opportunity it's uh, the
3: xenophobia for me.
4: Yeah. It's, <laughs> it's giving xenophobia, baby.
3: <laughs> yes. <laughs> yes, yes. Xenophobia. <laughs> xenophobia. Yas. <yes. laughs> Let's discuss the runway oh, before so we get cool. into the lipstick. So, the theme for this week all blowed up lights. That's the theme. We are lighting up the runway. This was such a cool idea. And I genuinely feel like you could really only do it. Either it's got to be the first runway of a season or you got to do it on a season like this where all the Queens are going to be there. Cause these looks look so freaking expensive. Uh Uh, Yeah. Yeah.
5: Could you imagine if on a regular season they had done this, but saved it for like final four and all these queens would have spent so much money when they didn't have the means? Like, it's not like they had the national platform beforehand necessarily.
3: For me, the top standout was Rajas. And I think that that just kind of like made. I mean, I think the other ones were gorgeous, but I Mm -hmm. think in terms of like defining what the category was to have Raja come out first with 200 lasers covered in crystals. The black cage, the shoes, like everything about it was just like, holy crap. This is so cool. <laughs> I thought
5: Rajas was, was so it. cool. The problem I had with Rajas is. I didn't get a sense of the full outfit when the lights were down mm-hmm. like I did with the other queens, but she also had a very different lighting scheme that everybody everybody yeah. else had like the lighting from inside out kind of thing. Mm-hmm. Hers was were literal lasers. Um mm-hmm. and I thought that because hers was so different that just put her in her own class. Like yeah. I just I loved it. It was so cool.
4: Yeah, I did. I was wondering like what what it was my cuz it wasn't an issue per se but there was like something it was like why is yours so much different? I think it does have a lot to do with the lighting and the structuredness of it all. Um because you couldn't really see it. Um well, I mean, you could see it, of course, like you could see the laser, yeah. but um, you couldn't really see the form of it too much when the lights were out. And some of that might probably have to do with the fact that like on camera, it's not registering the same way right. because all of the judges mm-hmm. were like, oh, my God. Like, and I feel like if we were there in person, it would definitely register a bit more. But it was, yeah, it was, it was laser tag, <laughs> like.
3: Yes, like, it was. Just
4: like, <laughs> mm.
3: If you're watching the video version, it was this. This one on the right, where they sort of had this, they finally put the smoke up and so you could really see, like, all the lasers.
4: Yeah. And just, oh, yeah. Cool. I
3: think that that was, I think that's what what
5: the issue was in terms of filming. Because you know they do the runway twice. Mm-hmm. I'm fairly confident they took a lot of the first because, uh, like, if you turn, it also changes the light view and then your eyes right. have to adjust. And so she would have had to go very slowly i think that Mm -hmm. they realized they need the smoke more Mm -hmm. and like there's a lot that goes into that
4: well what reflects all of the yeah the smoke is what really shows you yes like i
5: I really feel like they realized they didn't have enough smoke out there and that's not raj's fault like you know i think Mm -hmm. that that's just something so maybe the second runway they had more smoke and i could tell which were the two runways like because they looked vastly different they put them together like they do for most runways with people um but it was just um i i honestly think that's more to do with how it translates on television if i saw that in a theater or something with had like more control I, I, the way i'd be just take my whole social security number here you go yeah.
6: <laughs> you're not
5: gonna get much out of it here you are <laughs>
3: I felt like Evie's also, I know I'm kind of going in order, but I know Evie's was also just like absolutely stunning I with the way uh, that she did the lights with the whole mushroom of it all. I uh, loved hers. I think that
5: Evie's is actually my favorite. Um, it's this is just a color palette and a light palette that is just so pleasing to me. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I love blues and I love this like electric blue mushroom mm-hmm. kind of feel. There's uh, you know I can't help but think of Willow Pill, too, and like how yep. shared they are with mushrooms and that kind of thing. And I, the only thing I, I did, I actually don't think she needed the light up teeth portion. I think that that could have been just let the dress be itself. But mm-hmm. I also don't mind her being doing her own thing, too. But this, mm-hmm. I mean, she looked absolutely gorgeous.
4: Uh I love it so much. Uh which is so stunning. I just love that Evie Oddly is always one of like she's you know of the of the band of the quirky on the fringe type of queens, but I feel like she marries that so much with great glam too because mm-hmm. I'm more of a glam person than I will ever be a fringe person. So I just feel like a lot of her looks are so tantalizing because She's not one of the fringe queens, like, uh, in a door that will be like, no, fuck that. I'm going to come on this stage and, like, not give you that glam because that's who I am, which is fine. Mm-hmm. But, oh, God, I love it when they do marry the two. It's just yeah. so, it just reminds me of, like, the best drag in season 11 at the end of the season where she comes out with the three breasts and the three ash cheeks and the three fingers and the three, oh, mm-hmm. it's just like, oh, it's so gorgeous. And Evie's makeup throughout this entire season is probably some of the best out of it anybody like i didn't even know she had skills like that like it's it's so good like she's really stepped up her game she really has
5: that same dress that mushroom dress was the same one um, from the same designer and creator that made her um lip-syncing finale with like the mirror (gasps) the mirror yep made the same dress as the mushroom one or not the same dress but was the same same designer Mm -hmm.
3: Let's see. Is there any other ones? We've got Shay. She Jinx had the to. Oh my god, Shay's the sunflower fairy goddess look. Which was yes. gorgeous both in and like with yes. the lights on and off. Yes. And um yeah it just and her makeup also she's been doing a different eye look and i think it looks it looks very light which i think totally works for this kind of thing
4: oh my gosh she looked so good with those white dots everywhere all over her oh my god it was was so so stunning it was glowing like it really her her look was one of the ones that really screamed glow to me like it just like Mm -hmm. reflected off of her skin in the dark like that like it was just Mm -hmm. so oh i just couldn't get enough of it this runway was so good
5: Oh the, What I like the most about her runway and when we're talking about both in and out of light is how different it looks and it's a complete mm-hmm. look that just brings something different each time um, when it's when the lights are out and it's just her you know the sunflower petals slash fairy outfit that's it's just it highlights not only the light but also the shadows and it's just a mm-hmm. really cool looking like is this a dark fairy or what's going on but it's a light yellow so it's got to be a good fairy like it was what's giving, happening like
4: bioluminescence
5: yes uh-huh. it was so cool and then you know with the lights on just looking at how beautiful she looked i wanted to give her extra credit because i feel like the those outfits that could stand on their own without the light up portion i want to give extra credit to and she's like top of
3: the list for that for me mm-hmm. Get you a girl that can do both.
2: (laughs) It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? 18 plus.
3: Beth, you mentioned Jinx's look, the witches being burned, fire dress, the little mm-hmm. like fire things on the shoulders. Although one of them didn't look like it was working, the <laughs> right one didn't look like it was working, but the concept, love that. I think this is one of the best
5: concepts I've ever seen Jinx do on a runway, if not the best one. Um, I just, uh, if you're going to, Jinx has a specific look, a specific style, and you know, Jinx is a witch, and so I love that she was bringing a part of who she is into her drag aesthetic into such an interesting and cool concept. At first, I was like, Is she Joan of Arc or something? And then I realized <laughs> it was witches, and I was like, I yeah, got that, still makes sense. Um, but it, it's just such a cool aesthetic for her and such a great concept.
3: Yeah, I wish she had a stake in the back that's Me the only too. thing like something yeah. in the best so you could like kind of see it over her that's the only thing that i would have added but otherwise i thought it was yeah like you said a very very cool concept yeah
4: i love those type of dresses with that silhouette that you it gives you a um a floating look as they mm. uh walk down and i feel like it takes a yeah. little bit of practice to to learn how to walk on those dresses to give that effect so i, I thought that was just gorgeous and i mean we're all familiar with you know the Salem witch trials. I think it sort of like speaks yeah. to all of our little witchy, Halloweeny proclivities. So you're always going to get points. I think with everybody for this, it's a, it's a crowd pleaser oh, yeah. address. Um, so yeah, I, I thought it was great, and I, I loved the way that it really did. You know, it's the fires glow. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. I feel like it really captured that well. I would have preferred if she would have screamed as opposed to laughed. On the, <laughs> I want to hear like a blood curdling, like, I am being burned alive, bitch. Like, I, that would have set it off for me. <laughs>
3: I, think I think that's one, on Dracula. <laughs> <one>,
4: yeah. <laughs> yeah, true. No,
3: I was going to say one laughing, one screaming, right? You do it twice, yeah. capture both emotions. Mm, yes. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Trinity just looked like she, a Ferris wheel. <laughs> yeah, she looked like that's why I my notes. I was like, she looks like a Ferris wheel. She described it as the Las Vegas Strip. I prefer Ferris wheel, but she—that's a lot of lights.
4: Yeah, I. Oh my god, I feel like I'm being such a Trinity hater. This episode, it, this is a beautiful contraption. It really is. But I didn't get glow. I got like flash. You know what I mean? Which I feel like it's. Those are two different sensations. Like this is not a like things things glow because there's a sort of like. Emanation, like a, a warmth to them, and then things flash when they're flickering, and I feel like there was so much flickering going on that I was not getting the same like effect that I was getting. Like this is this is a like vastly different like lighting design from most of the other dresses on the runway. So I felt like it sort of stood on its own. Um, it's sort of like it's sort of like the same thing with Raja as well. Like I feel like Raja's was more like a ding, as opposed to like glow. You know what I mean?
5: Well, I think yeah, that that's fair. it was it a light up
3: that was the. A- I
5: mean, I thought I'm it was. Sure... The,
4: I thought it was glow up. I that so, was the one so the, the 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 official really title
3: that we were we were told the audience was all glowed up. Okay, but great. I could see them being told the, light, yeah, light, exactly. up, right? like light up, right? Light up. Put some light under this bitch. Yeah, bring a light up, I can't help but love this
5: screenshot that you've stopped it on because her face is like, ah, <laughs> it's like it's you can smell. barely see it. Yeah. <laughs> um, uh, I don't like this, to be honest, in <laughs> terms of a, a as an outfit. Mm-hmm. I love the bottom portion of the mm-hmm. of the dress. But in terms of like when the lights were out or like when the lights were up and those lights were off, like I was like, OK, this is you have to have the lights. Now, again, I know I'm being very particular. I I, I mm-hmm. don't mean to be a hater or anything. I just don't like that.
3: But I respect anybody who does they uh they actually kind of cut her off where because most of the queens would come out the light would be on them she's already the lights are already starting to turn off as she's walking in (laughs) so i don't know if they like did that on purpose but i look it's not my favorite necessarily either but definitely she was lit to high heavens.
5: Yeah. So, you know, I'm gonna give wow. her credit for Bottom that.
4: Christmas tree. Yeah.
5: Yeah, exactly. I'm surprised I actually was expecting somebody was gonna come out like as a weird Christmas tree, and I would have loved that.
4: Mm, yeah, so would I I would have screamed.
3: <laughs> the uh the other look that I was not super duper high on was Monet's. I do I mean, feel like with the light on, she looks stunning, but it the lights on the dress, it just there wasn't enough of a design to sort of be able to outline the way that the dress was. Like I think because she's got this like cool sort of swish design that wraps around her, but it she missed the middle part, so there's just yeah, like, like, yeah. light the bo- it put, looks like, incomplete. A- yeah, put like a moon in the middle or something. Yeah, exactly. It just, it doesn't look finished.
4: Oh yeah. Maybe a moon to sort of bring it together, because, I mean, yeah, that, I mean, that looks, I mean, I'm looking at it now, like, that looks like a night sky. Like, I, I could see yeah. constellations, she, Um, but in terms of, like, bringing it into, the, in, into a silhouette as a dress, yeah, maybe not so much. There was another I, lighting scheme that they had on her, where it was, like, it wasn't as lit up, but there was, like, a mm-hmm. slight dim to her face, so you could see her face a little bit more, and I feel like that really showed off The dress Mm -hmm. a lot more. Um, but yeah, I I agree. It it maybe not enough glow Mm -hmm. here. Yeah.
3: Yeah.
5: I liked the concept a lot. There was a part of me that was, you know, the astrological person inside me was like, it would have been so cool if you like covered it in like the twelve different horoscope constellations or something like that. I also kind of expected from her, because she does this a lot, to have maybe Monet spelled out in the stars like in a cool Mm -hmm. way. Mm -hmm. Um, because she does a lot of putting her name on, on her outfits. I also felt like this was not bright enough. And I think a lot of it has to do with the color scheme itself, which is hard to work with. And you also, if even though the lights are down, you still have like all this pink behind you on the stage Mm -hmm. that is going to steal the focus because you're dealing with darker colors that are being lit up. Um, So I, I think that ultimately this is just like, an, an unfortunate like side effect of being on television with lighting um versus like in a dark bar or a dark mm-hmm. theater um but, um, Monet, please bring that out on tour or something. Cause I'd like to see it in person. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I think, uh, Amon, the this is battle. the
3: the lighting that you were talking about. Again, if you're watching the video version on the left where it's a yes. little bit more lit up so you can see the dress a little bit more and you can actually, mm-hmm. yeah, you can kind of see the haphazard lights. <laughs> I don't know. It just doesn't feel yeah. like quite, quite the way that it could be to really just sort of, of nail it. Right. All right. Oh, well, we've got two more. Let's just talk about them all. So Jada's is the mermaid look. I like this so much more without the lights.
5: <laughs> I know. Me too. I I actually have to say, I think this is the first time I wasn't a huge fan of something Jada's worn down the runway. Um, this is, I like that it's a little campy and I like that it's something that I necessarily wouldn't expect from Jada, but I agree with you. I don't think the lights do anything for, I think the lights for the blue portion and the very tip of the tail and the wave Mm -hmm. do well. I don't like the pink on like the fin. Like
3: I I think if she was going for a, like a neon sign kind of thing, that mm, would be really cool. Cause I know that that was Monet. Apparently Monet's original look was like a cowgirl, like a neon cowgirl look if she had gone because the there she has lights on the the upper body but they just don't quite stand out in the same and then i think you have to do something with the face like outline the face or like in some kind of way to make that whole thing work but then there was so much cool detail on the look when the lights weren't added to it so i i don't i don't know i i i felt like it worked like i said so much better when the lights were off or on but anyway
4: where would we walk? Where would we run if we could stay all day in the sun? I loved this whole thing. i love the whole thing i disagree with you both entirely i felt like it looked great with the lights on it looked great with the lights off i love that it was like stuff like in her hair and then like the like the sort of like bio like thing down the tail and she's on like a rock and there's like a wave and it's just like a little black aerial i just love it so much i loved it (laughs) (laughs)
3: <laughs> <laughs> the, the illusion of the tail on the side was very cool, and to that be able true. to do that on a dress was very cool. Yeah. And I, I do, do think
4: it's a, it's a it's a little chunky, mm. so I, I get that. Like towards the bottom, it it is a little like I wish it was. I, mean, I don't know. Maybe maybe a little bit more construction should have was needed there to give it just a little bit more of like a flowy feel towards the bottom. Um, because there were parts of it where I was like, ooh, that doesn't like move the way that it should move. Like it looks like mm. a. A big like rock instead of you know a tail
3: i just it looked better with the lights on and i like <laughs> i hate that because i do like like it with the lights off. i I almost like i'm taking points off because it looks so good with the lights on does that make sense like it's yeah. a weird mm-hmm. i don't know i can't i can't, I can't. <laughs> last look the vivs i want to rip this wig and tear it apart and tear it into a million pieces <laughs> in untucked. It just looks so bad. I, I don't know. I just, I hated it so much, but I loved the rest of the look. More I love the way that the wings moved. I yeah. was, was
5: poetry. Yeah.
3: so beautiful. I'm not 100% sure that the whole thing like works together with the sort of spacey angel thing. Maybe it does. Maybe it doesn't. Maybe I was distracted by the the wig, but the the wing movement just did it for me.
4: Yeah. I feel like
5: this is some final fantasy shit, and I'm here mm-hmm. for it. Um, yeah. I i I actually weirdly really like the wig. No, <laughs> I'm gonna hold
3: on. <laughs> oh no!
5: Oh no! Oh no! Um, I really i i first at first I really hated it, and then I realized like. I love that it's so different than what you'd expect. It goes with the space portion portion, uh, really well versus if she just had like a long flowing, like blonde wig or something, I would have found that a little boring. (laughs) I like that. I'm like, why don't, why? I don't know. I just, I like that. Um, I like that. It's a, it's an interesting in between color of like those purpley blue and um, green lights that are, on the wings themselves, it kind of manifests itself into the wig. Um, I wish with this particular outfit, if you're going to go through the trouble of having the the, the lights on the bodysuit, that she had had something on her boots. Um. Yeah. just just a, like a ring around the top or something like that would have been great lights up the side where they zip or something like that would have been cool but other than that I really like this is it my absolute favorite no but these wings are the best wings and I say that Courtney Act you've been debumped like this is mm. these are now the best wings I love them so much the way they moved it made me feel things
4: yeah I think Michelle's point about being able to see the emotion in it in the wing movement was a uh, spot on just mm-hmm. lovely. And I, I agree. It is very much, um, final fantasy. So, like, um, final fantasy always is in like this <laughs> genre that I like to describe as sci-fant instead of sci-fi mm. it, like science fiction and fantasy mixed into one. To me, I just thought of like, uh, like if you're a sailor moon fan, you mm-hmm. are aware of like her very final form of Sailor Moon is called Eternal Sailor Moon, and it's like the most beautiful rendition of the transformation that she has. She just has these beautiful long wings, this beautiful like white sailor's gown. It is just like, oh, man, my little gay boy heart was living for this shit today. Oh, my God. I loved it.
3: Ugh, I'm telling you, these lights are just yeah, it's all
4: so stunning.
3: And that's the thing, is that's why I wanted want in the top two. Uh, what shall be, yeah. shall be. But let's uh, okay, we got to talk about the lip sync but first mm-hmm. I need Beth to look me in my optical <laughs> sockets and tell me that this is a good wig. Look at me I and tell me that. Did you like, a good see wig? I didn't this. say it was a good wig. I said but, I
5: like the wig with the outfit. I, can, wh- I can, what is this? What is this? <laughs> that, is, that is right there. What you know parents had to cut their little kids hair into during quarantine. That is what that is.
3: Literal bowl cut. <laughs> <laughs> you go around. Uh, I'll give credit for matching the, the, the robe. The robe but...
5: with the hair. A moment. Um, yeah, it is a moment. Again, I like the wig Just... with the outfit. Not no. as a standalone. I you're not gonna catch me wearing that at the next RHAP Live. <laughs> I'm gonna <laughs> buy
3: you one. <laughs> Honestly, if somebody buys me that, I will wear, wear it, it for the okay, next RHAP Live. Deal. <laughs> Our top two this week, Trinity and Jinx. And the lip sync is Kings and Queens, Ava Max. Not really Jinx's lip sync, but also not really Trinity's lip sync either. I don't necessarily yeah, feel like sh- either really one really of really them, sh- yeah, knocked this one out of the park, especially because Jinx is giving berries and cream realness with her outfit of like
4: <laughs> <laughs> pilgrim girl. yeah, that was quite the choice
3: <laughs> I just the best the best
5: thing about that, apparently she ate it on the um the cartwheel. And so if you watch very closely, they go away and then they kind of come back when she's kind of like stood back up. And so that's why she says, apparently they also cut out what Monet said. Monet yelled something um, when they ended the lip sync. And that's why she went, why did I think I could do a cartwheel, a Uh, full corset? So yeah, uh, I thought that was this week um, where she said it without saying it. She was like, Hmm. let's just say. They cut away from the cartwheel for a reason. And then mm. um uh Bosco was there. Bosco goes, She eat it. She went, Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, 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 like that. <laughs> so there's that. Um I also just don't like this song anymore, which is unfortunate
6: mm.
5: because so many Trump supporters who were like white women took over this song for TikTok like before oh, the no, twenty twenty really? election. Oh, and no. I'm just kind of like, you're like. Conservative women, while we're being discriminated against, you stand strong like the queens you are and played the song behind it. I'm like, man,
3: this was a great <laughs>
5: song, and now you ruined it.
3: Yeah, sorry, I went back to look at the lip sync. She, they definitely cut away like before she finishes the lip sync <laughs> or the cartwheel or the cartwheel. I mean, yeah, she makes it like about uh, this far, <laughs> maybe like does glass. she? And then oh. they cut it right there. Christmas. <laughs> <laughs> I was
5: like oh, Clearly, RuPaul's <laughs> reaction to her like, falling down.
4: Wait, oh, and so man. Jinx won
3: after that. <laughs> that <laughs> I don't know how Tr- bad Trinity did, which again makes me nervous for any type of lip sync lip sync Lala Perusa finale thing that we could have coming up. But yeah, Trinity also like gave gave her a blowjob at one point, and, uh, which
5: yeah, I was that like, kind of weird. We yeah,
3: can we stop eating each other's assholes on the <laughs> runway,
5: like? <laughs> I don't know. I, call me old fashioned. I showed my parents or my dad. I was like, can watch this lip sync? And it was Laganja versus Trinity for um, all star six last year. Mm. And he's like, yeah, the one who's like really, he was talking about Laganja. He's like, yeah, she, like her moves are really great. But after the first couple of times you just come to expect, it. he's like, but wow, the way the other queen could just like really emote the song. Like that's more powerful to me. And I was like, So the straight guy says go for emotion. Just putting Mm -hmm. that out there. And I like tend to agree with him that that's what I like more often. But like sometimes we can just leave the ass eating and the splits and such at home (laughs) and just get right into emoting. The ass eating Mm -hmm. split. The ass eating split. It's a tough (laughs) move to pull off. But when you you can do it, you know, you become very popular. Right. (laughs)
4: It's like rip your wig off while you go into a split and eat their ass, at the <laughs> and it's a wig oh. reveal. Oh, God.
3: <laughs> well, Jinx ultimately wins for some reason, and going into, <laughs> it doesn't matter any. It doesn't matter, right? So maybe she was giving they gave a tour because of the her performance in the yeah. roast, right? That's why she got it. But going into our final week, Jinx has four stars, the most out of any queen. Trinity and Jada both have three stars. Shay has one star and everyone else has two. We don't know what's coming up in the finale, but I think we could really see things moved around quite a bit potentially. Who knows? I have to imagine Jinx will for sure be there. Probably Trinity and Mm -hmm. Jada, maybe one, if not both. And then someone else is going to be joining them. Do you guys have any feelings about who you would want to see in the finale or who you think we're going to see in the finale? I have a
5: very specific top four that I would love to see in the final four. Okay. I don't think is going to be this four, (laughs) but this is the four based off of the performances throughout the entirety of the season, Mm -hmm. whether or not I feel like they were honored with a win when they should have been or whatever. So Mm -hmm. I feel like the most consistently performing Queens, the ones that maybe have shocked me the most or have done the most are Jinx, Vivian, Raja, and Jada. That would be the four that I would put up. And there's no way in hell that is the four that happens. I think only Jinx, maybe Jada meets that role. I don't see Vivian and I don't see Raja going to the finals. Um, I yeah. don't, it's hard to imagine Shay going at this mm-hmm. point. Um, but the edgic logic in me says Monet's got to be in the
3: top. Yeah, Four. same. I, we've heard so much of Monet and I will say I saw for the RuPaul's Secret Celebrity Secret Special Celebrity Drag Race, the three queens that walk out are Brooklyn Heights Crap, who's the other one? There's Jujubee. three. Jujubee. Yes, Jujubee because obviously Jujubee and Monet My like alarm bells started going off I'll, I don't know. If I'm going to say who I think I think Monet is absolutely going to be there Jinx probably as well. I don't know who the other two are, but those would be the top two that I'd be like, yes, for sure, we're going to see them in the finale. Also, we see so much of Monet in the confessionals. Like, mm-hmm. so much of Monet. I got to imagine she's there. The person who I don't think is going to be there is going to be the Vivian, but I would love her so badly to be there, and I'm going yeah. to be devastated when she's not.
4: Yeah, I feel <laughs> similarly. The ones that I would want, the ones that I feel like I've sort of had my own emotional investment in, or the ones that, like, changed my minds about them. I want Jada to be in the end because I've she, mm-hmm. i've turned around on her so much that vivian i, I mean I, I didn't really know much about her to begin with so um but i i loved watching her this season jinx is a give me i just the last one i'm having a bit of an issue with i don't really care to see shay there now unfortunately i know a blasphemy right but um and of course like a piece of me wants to say evie should be there and you know what maybe i could it's kind of between evie and monet for me because um I I feel like Evie has just shown so much more of what she's capable of in terms of the runways this season. Maybe not so much the challenges, but I feel like she was strong in her original season mm-hmm. as far as the challenges mm-hmm. are concerned that I feel like it, wasn't, like it wasn't as if there were many challenges this season that were kind of far out of the realm of something that she hasn't shown us before. Mm-hmm. Um, so either Monet, on any given day, Monet or um, Evie will take that last spot for me, but I ultimately believe it's going to be Jinx, obviously.
6: Mm-hmm.
4: Um, I think it'll probably be Monet. Maybe the oh, tr- I forgot about Trinity.
3: Trinity, Jada mm-hmm. and Trinity, maybe.
4: Yeah, Jada, Monet, Jinx, and Trinity.
5: Yeah, so I can it, see that. It, it also just depends on what the twist is. Is the, is is the twist right. for because like or like if it's just one star. And there's no stealing and there's nothing and it's just like a normal week. Then it's unless Jada, Trinity, or Jinx win, then it's just whoever gets up to that three. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Um, that's very clear. Our shit
4: is going to F shit up.
5: Right. And so then what I. I feel like it's going to be a steal a star thing. Do you think they just give like, hey, this week it's worth two? stars or something like that
3: yeah it could be because they're all so close yeah. right so maybe it's worth it to for them I don't to know do that if I way. like that <laughs> maybe they give it to multiple people like more than just two maybe i don't know maybe i hate that even more
5: yeah well <laughs> maybe we'll, only one queen wins next week uh, or something like that too
3: yeah that could be well mm-hmm. we'll have to see uh before we close out i have to cover something that happened in nuntalk because I don't know if either of you watch, but they played two truths and a lie and Monet starting some drama as one of her two truths and a lie, which she says is the truth is that she's hooked up with a girl on the cast and Jada goes Full investigative journalism inspired by our very own Ronan Farrow, who was the guest judge this week. (laughs) And she is like on a mission to figure out who Monet slept with. We didn't get to see any conclusion to this. So that's another reason why I would like Monet and Jada in the final (laughs) four so So, we can see the story play out. I tend to believe because Monet's. Yeah, that's a lie. Okay, I think it's a lie too. But still,
5: (laughs) Monet has in detail on Sibling Rivalry talked about the time that somebody stole money from her. Yeah. <laughs> gig. So I, or whatever that truth was that she said was the lie. I think that she was just doing it to get people going. Um, and, you know, she's a quality entertainer who knows how to do that. So I mm-hmm. think that's what that was.
4: If, I, no, if I, would, I had to guess who it would have been, it probably would have been Evie Oddly. That's, that's what I am guess what guess would have been.
5: That's, yeah, that's the... It that's was the really funny there. to see all of their faces look at each other and just everyone would go, it's Evie! And then, everyone, <laughs> and then all of a sudden they were like, but but
3: Raja's looking weird. It's Raja! Like, <laughs> <laughs> that was really fun. Uh, yeah, it was hilarious. Okay. Uh, that's it. We're done. That does it for us. Uh, next week, we're going to be covering Drag Race uh, Drag Race Gives Back? Variety extravaganza. Why do I have that written down? Anyway, that's what I wrote. But it's going to be some type of talent show, which is kind of what they do usually at the beginning of All-Star seasons. Now we're doing it at the end, which is kind of cool. But that's how we're going to close out the season. So we'll be back next week. Let's do plugs and get out of here. Aman, where can people find you on social media? What do you have going on?
4: You can follow me everywhere at Amon Adwin. I will be over at RHAPE this week uh doing some Big Brother coverage as per usual.
3: All right. Beth, what about you? You can
5: catch me on uh Hot Mess Moments with Dylan Zayner and myself. Um I've elected to save my mental sanity, and I will not be covering Big Brother for my meltdown <laughs> <laughs> this summer, so I don't have to watch it. Um so uh but normally you can catch me there when we're doing what we call our BS breakdowns and having a good time there. Um, and then you can catch me online at Augusta window.
3: You can find me on Twitter at Liana RHAP. I got to do a morning update, which is really fun. So I'm happy to be back. And then also I'm going to be doing one this week, but as a programming note, I don't know if anybody knows this, but the Thursday eviction episode is going to be moved to Friday. So the, that mostly likely means that fees are going to be down from Thursday into Friday. So the Saturday morning update's gonna be a lot of fun. I'm also um, gonna be on the aforementioned Claim to Fame podcast. Puya and I, the again, mass singer, celebrity, Jonas Brothers show <laughs> for some reason on ABC. <laughs> so we're gonna be covering that with Jenny and Rob. You can leave your star ratings and reviews for us on iTunes at Rob has a website.com slash ragrace. Thank you to Scott St. Pierre for all your help behind the scenes and we'll talk to you all soon. Bye.